you are a leader seeking personal growth, you're in the right place. I'm Nina Ellison, publishing a monthly podcast on the soft skills that are needed as never before in your leadership journey. I got to remind you, there is nothing soft about soft skills. In fact, they are some of the hardest skills you will ever seek to acquire. Let me begin today's podcast with a famous quote. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There's nothing new under the sun. Sounds like something Shakespeare would have said in his early years of writing in the late 1500s to 1600s. But this quote came much earlier from the poetry of King Solomon, known for his wisdom. There are several opinions on the timing of this writing, but it's clear that it was written in the centuries before Christ and can be found in one of the Ketuvim, which is the writings of the Hebrew Bible, and one of the wisdom books of the Christian Old Testament. So let me share the quote again. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There's nothing new under the sun. If there's nothing new under the sun, why would I be spending time talking about creating a space for generative dialogue? The word generative speaks to the ability to produce, to originate, and the word comes from the Greek and is translated into meaning through words. So can a leader really create the space for generative dialogue to happen? Absolutely. While there, there isn't anything new under the sun, the combination of ideas can be unique. And to generate ideas with new connections, new emotions, and new outcomes can be so refreshing. Think of all the decimal numbers between zero and one, for example. Same thing with sound. Think of violins or guitars without frets. There is a sense in generative dialogue that the possibilities are limitless. I am so hooked on this idea. A leader who seeks to create this kind of space moves the dialogue away from a back and forth discussion, such as, such as the example of a ping pong game, where the ball bounces back and forth, where there's a score and a winner. So ping pong discussion can create movement and can create accomplishment, but there may be less integration or less creation of surprising ideas. Recently, I attended a Maxwell Leadership Conference, and throughout the conference, whether in or outside of the general sessions and the speaker presentations, the pursuit of generative conversations was evident. I believe the space had been intentionally created for the thousands of attendees by the Maxwell Leadership Team. And then, I believe the space was sustained and pursued by the many leaders from around the world sitting at roundtables, ready to dialogue, ready to share. At one mealtime, a Princeton graduate who was attending the conference for the first time sat down in the chair next to mine. He shared that he had just spoken with his brother before coming into the room, telling him he was getting ready to sit at a table with people he had never met before to have dialogue. Awkward, his brother replied. No, not at all, he replied. Refreshing. Throughout this conference, I found myself wanting to learn more about how this space was created how I could perhaps duplicate it. You know, this space where generative experience was evident. The first thing that was easily evident was that making space could only happen with those who are willing to pursue a mindset that is open to new and different dialogue. So today I want to share with you four characteristics that I witnessed. First, 
I saw a willingness to honor others. You'll notice I didn't say that an open mindset means you have to agree with others, but this idea of honor stands out as a space maker for generative dialogue when, when admiration and respect for fellow human beings is shown, no matter what your sphere of influence is. Even when there are significant differences, generative conversations are marked with deep respect. Individuals look at their deeply held assumptions and beliefs with, with curiosity. Instead of feeling the need to defend what they see as right, they're open to seeing things from a different perspective. The second characteristic that comes to my mind that I saw was this idea of someone being willing to forego telling their story. This one was really huge for me. Every one of the leaders at this conference had a story to tell. But I watched as choices were made by some of the leaders to listen rather than put their story first. Yes, there were some leaders there with absolutely incredible stories. And respect was shown as they dominated the conversation. But at the same time, as I listened and watched, I saw that generative dialogue was seen in groups where some were willing to forego the sharing of their story, to listen to others, and to support the movement of the group towards meaningful dialogue. I couldn't help thinking of times when hearing a great idea or insight and, and there would be this desire within me to just jump right in with a thought or a possible solution rather than holding tightly to this idea of being a leader who creates the space for generative dialogue to flourish. And, and to be transparent, this is something I need to work on. A part of my own lessons learned in this conference came from seeking to grow in my awareness of becoming a better space maker. A third space maker that I saw was that a leader must desire to connect before gathering information. To be a leader that creates space for generative dialogue, three questions can be considered. What can I give versus what can I get? What can I hear versus what can I say? And what can I learn versus what can I teach? This is a paradigm shift, a leadership paradigm shift. Connectors create a pathway to gathering information, and they might hear sentences that begin with, I've never shared this information with anyone before. Fourth, I learned that a space maker understands the role of being a facilitator or perhaps a co-facilitator. In growing as a leader who seeks generative dialogue to solve problems, Adam Kahane, a global facilitator for leaders working through intractable issues, wrote in his book, we have to shift from downloading and debating to reflective and generative dialogues. In 2021, with his new book on facilitating breakthrough, Adam continues to discuss that people get stuck and are unable to move forward because they're unable to work together effectively. And he goes on to say that with an unconventional approach to facilitation, it is possible for people to get unstuck and to move forward together. So far, I've talked about four space makers for leaders to consider who desire to pursue a generative experience. The first one was willingness to honor others. The second one was the ability to forego sharing their own experience. The third one was a desire to connect before becoming an information gatherer. And the fourth one was understanding their role as a facilitator. The last space I wanna talk about comes when a leader pursues, actively pursues an interest in uncovering the unexpected. As a group of eight of us sat around from at least four different countries, the topic of our conversation 
was the impact of these last two years. And titles such as the great resignation or termination of the best uh, were brought up. And, and we discussed how we had navigated the challenges each of us had faced. One leader shared of being fired from a company where he had served with loyalty for many years. His transparency and his humility were demonstrated through the story without being spoken of directly. There was no sense that he was saying, look at me, feel sorry for me. But as he shared his story, his sense of frustration and failure, he then modeled in an unexpected turn of events of how he had begun to move forward. And so here was the unexpected gift to the group. We heard lessons through hearing a leader of character and of courage build a brand new future. During this time, there was a, another leader at the table who had not said one word. He, he looked down often, and then he would look out and around. I've got to add, I wrote a note to self here saying, stereotyping quiet people shuts down generative dialogue. <laughs> because then someone across the table asked the right question. And this leader who had been sitting so quietly listening began to open up as he realized others were interested in hearing from him. And as he opened up, the insights he added of managing the unmanageable came directly from his own personal experience. Unexpected depth, unexpected perception of pain and struggles moved the entire dialogue to a new level of thinking, of learning, of appreciation. It's like new pearls of wisdom were on the table on how leaders could move forward in times of change. I know you already know this, but I have to say it. The way we as leaders speak generates the possibilities or closes the doors. With listening to this podcast, I want you to know I know something about you. I know that you're a leader who's seeking to consider new perspectives through an appreciation of the value of soft skills. And my encouragement to you is to keep your dialogue real. And as you get stuck in conversations where a space for generative dialogue is missing, be honest that you don't have the answers, but you're willing to engage in the dialogue, the meaning through words until meaningful connections begin to show up. As this topic of creating space has piqued an interest in you, would you like to explore your own growth and how to move into becoming a space maker? If so, please connect with me at healthyleadership.online. You can schedule a complimentary call. Let's talk about how I might help you get unstuck in the areas that have come to your mind during this podcast. Thanks for listening to The Art of Leadership today. I'm Nina Ellison, looking forward to our connection in the future.